Okay, so we're live. Good to go. Excellent. Perfect. So, Thomas, thanks very much for joining me on a Saturday morning on the weekend. So, I really, really <laughs> appreciate it. You're also the first guest for the podcast. So, this is uh, this is really awesome. And uh, I think you have something very special for some of the, the listeners and some of the viewers. Um, a very new kind of a novel approach for, for an accelerator. So, I'm looking forward to hearing that. Um, so just to give you a little bit of a background and for everyone else about what this kind of podcast is trying to do, um, we're really focusing on uh, kind of helping as best we can the early stage startups or the early stage entrepreneurs, particularly people that may have an idea but may not think that it's worthwhile to pursue. Uh, I think you have a lot of background in this based on your uh, <laughs> extensive uh, startup experience. And um, yeah, really the idea of the whole channel, not just the podcast, is to move people from, from idea to action. Uh, so basically getting them to take the first step um, and maybe that's your accelerator or maybe it's some other initiative that you've been involved with as well. So we do two things. Uh, so we're looking to inspire those entrepreneurs with um, stories and insights and tips from people like you that are organizing fantastic programs uh, internationally and then also startups as well. So to help share their stories, uh, you know, when they've already been through maybe the accelerator phase or they've uh, they've got their scar tissue and they're, mm. they're willing to be able to share whatever they can. Um, yeah, so that's basically it. Um, so just for everyone, it would be great to give a little bit of insights about your background. So I read a little bit before, so we haven't really had a chance to to properly discuss everything about you. Um, so I saw on LinkedIn uh, everything you've done, but it would be cool to get a little bit of a background of where you came from and what you studied and that kind of stuff, please. Absolutely. First of all, thanks for having me today in this very first episode. I'm super uh, much looking forward to, to it. Um, yeah, my background, I, I, it's super yeah, usual in the beginning. I started uh, studying uh, business administration in Cologne, Germany. Um, and while studying, I discovered my love for startups and like saw that this usual corporate career way was not fit to me. <laughs> and so I said, okay, let's, let's see how I can get into this startup scene. Cause I think, um, breaking it down to a local level, the startup community is really, yeah, it's, it's concentrated. It, it, there are some hubs and, and, and clubs that you can join. And then you get these initial connections to all those people and grow your network. So I started uh, joining a, yeah, a university group um, who organized events, uh, connecting like startup founders um, with uh, students. So we had some workshops, some, some uh, lectures from, from um, yeah, established founders and, and people who founded um, startups. And um, then I went to a like, big conference where uh, yeah, students could connect to corporates and, and stuff to find their first jobs. Um, we hosted a booth there and uh, I talked to, to two guys um, from a startup called Startup Joblist and they told me that they just launched an online tool where you can sign up, um, like upload your CV and um yeah are good to go to find some some cool startup jobs and i said hey that sounds awesome i'm, I'm totally looking uh, um, or, or searching for something like this um where can i sign up and they said hey here's a number just type it in your your browser and uh, you're good to go um and yeah i did like uh, one hour later and i think three days later uh they their their ceo um, just just gave me a call and said, hey, we're looking for uh, like motivated people for our own team. Um, why don't you come over for a quick chat and, and let's see how um, things are developing. And uh, yeah, that's that was my start in the in the startup scene because um, Startup Jobless was just another brand of uh, Pirate, um, the Pirate Events crew. Um, and yeah, they're, they're based in Cologne, organizing awesome events like a Pirate Summit in, in Germany. It's but one not of the real biggest. Pirates, right? No, it's not, not real pirates, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're acting like real pirates in, in some good. ways, of course. Um, and yeah, they're, they're organizing awesome um, events like Pirate Summit, for example, taking place one, um, yeah, one time a year um, in, in Cologne. It's the, the biggest invitation only startup conference in, in, in Europe, I think. Um, and when I joined the team, they just, um, yeah, like acquired another brand called Startup Safari, um, where I was uh, becoming head of global growth. So um, it was a concept where you go to, to different cities um, all over the world and have open doors for innovation, entrepreneurship and like give people insights into their own local startup ecosystem. Because like me, 
many, many people don't even know that there is a startup scene in their own city. Um, yeah. So the, the concept behind Startup Safari was like three days, open doors of um, startup offices, hub offices, co-workings, um, and like all the um, VCs and investors. Um, and people just, yeah, super um, easily talking about their experience, their founder stores and, and stuff like this. Um, so I, I had a good um, time growing my own network, uh, seeing where all those startup hotspots uh, are in, in, in the, or hotspots are in, in the world. And uh, it was a really great time. So um, yeah, that was my like initial step into the, the startup world. And um, yeah, I have from a quick there, question on that if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. So absolutely. First question would be the the Pirate Summit that you mentioned seems super interesting because you know obviously we have bits and pretzels here and I think it's yeah. maybe something quite similar and I'd be very yeah. interested to know are they doing a virtual one this year or what is the status? Do you know? I know you're not you're probably not involved with them anymore, but I'm just wondering. Yeah, um, they're they're thinking of it. So um, they they initially planned for um, a Pirate Summit in June. Obviously, this will not take place, so yeah. they postponed it to September, I think, hoping that they can have like a, yeah, um, like maybe a limited offline version um, with like enough space between all the, the people and stuff, and uh, probably masks for all the people. But um, yeah, I think um, like the situation looks right now that way that they they will host a virtual event. So they just published a, a huge um, guidebook on how to host the perfect online event because many people just try to yeah, take their offline events and put it in the digital world, um, but you can't copy it one by one. So. Um, they they're really like trying to enable people to to now get this this switch and uh, shift over to to virtual events. Mm -hmm. So probably Pirate Summit 2020 will be a virtual event too. Okay, cool. But that's really nice to know about the the guide because we did a lot of work at Untenema Tomb as well. I mean, yeah. trying to change our, our three had three have a three day boot camp for kind of pre incubation level startups. Mm -hmm. Cool. or entrepreneurs but yeah you can't just copy and paste that format onto <laughs> online it's it's crazy i mean our format was was uh, kind of more coaches working with two or three teams rather mm -hmm. than say the the larger uh, let's just explain a method to a group of 50 people and then they yeah. work individually and the coaches would like walk around when it's in the physical setting and uh, definitely from my side, I found it was much more intensive, but also better in a way because you got to know the teams because you have yeah. these two or three teams in an online setting, uh, but it's completely different. Um, Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's good to know the potential is there, but I'm definitely yeah. going to read that guidebook and I think I'll, I'll put the links and everything uh, connected to the video because you've already given us some some really cool uh, tips and whatnot. Um, I have another question for you because it's really sure. interesting that you also got inspired while studying business as a mm -hmm. student. And I always found that I did my PhD in, in research and kind of movement science, but I was always pulled towards like the event space. So like I organized mm -hmm. like a hackathon. I was always really interested in actually a very similar group, but not as big in Dublin City University where I studied, which tried yeah. to bring entrepreneurs in uh, that were successful to like inspire people and get them to hopefully create their own businesses. So what was like, was there like a key defining moment for you when you realized, cause you know, you probably entered business thinking, okay, I'm gonna get a cool job at a big corporate and you know, rise up the ladder and be successful. So was there like a defining moment uh, during your student life? Because I saw you're also involved with some of the, the student groups and student projects as well. And was there something that just like clicked that ended up uh, changing your mind about having to dive into the direction of startups? <sighs> Hard to say. I think there were some key points uh, that really like managed the way um, that I took. Um, I think one major event that I can remember uh, is um, one of those workshops or one of those yeah lectures that we um, organized uh, within the student group that I just uh, told you um, about. It was um, yeah a little founders talk from uh, Max Schapenack, who's mm. a local founder here. He um, was involved uh, or the, the founder of this socket ice, um, this, this cocktail ice that you can buy at every supermarket. And he's involved in, in several other companies, uh, serial entrepreneur, really cool guy. Also here, a member of, of Stabplatz, the co-working where I'm working for at the moment. Um, and he gave a real motivational speech on just doing your thing and like, doing what you want. So um, it was really inspiring to see 
um, and, and maybe thinking about or a bit outside this this box that you're in this business administration um, study world because um, everyone is talking about EY, KPMG, McKinsey and becoming like a, um, um, a consultant there. Um, and I thought, okay, this that's not my type of job I want to do, but everyone does it. So maybe I will do the assessment centers and, and start there. I don't know. And um, he said, well, do what you want to do and, and think of, um, yeah, just where you want to be in, in five years um, from, from now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was not a KPMG for, for my uh, own life. So I said, okay, let's, uh, let's deep dive into this, this uh, startup scene and speak to more of, um, or yeah, speak to more of those type of people who are enabling you to really, yeah, unlock your own potentials and see where the, the journey is going. Yeah, I think you're very lucky to have found the, the, the direction that you wanted to go from an early stage. Absolutely. The social pressure, right, of going to business school or going to college full stop, right? And then finding a good job, getting something secure. Exactly. Your, your story shows us that it's still possible to do that, right? I mean, you went directly into the startup ecosystem and uh, got jobs there and kind of explored startup safari and everything else. So it's really, really cool to, to exactly. have that story shared. It's awesome. Right, so like, yeah, like, like on the other side, it was super much luck involved because uh, I was like the, another key point was like getting to know those two guys, uh, Fabian and Lucas, um, who told me about startup uh, job list and, and my way to, to pirate and startup safari. And like on the day of this conference, I said, oh, well, gosh, I don't want to go there to like, like I had to suit up and, and I said, oh, no, what, yeah. what, what, what am I doing here? But in the end, this was uh, like the, yeah, one of the major key and turning points. Yeah, it's funny, right? Some of those moments when you just don't want to do it and you just yeah. push, push through because you know, okay, like I committed to <laughs> it or whatever. Sometimes they're the moments when you meet these people, right? I, exactly. I like the phrase, um, I don't like so much like, you know, saying that people got lucky because I think like, you know, in my perspective, you, you really knew what you were looking for. At least you knew what you didn't want, right, with the corporate. And then yeah. putting yourself out there, you know, the phrase like, look favors the prepared mind, right? Mm -hmm. I really believe that like everything to do with startups, like not knowing that there's an ecosystem in your city, for example, um, you know, the programs, first of all, have a responsibility to kind of showcase. And that's why something like Startup Safari is awesome. Uh, but I think also, if you have an idea, you just need to go hunting and put yourself yep. out there. Go to that conference True. or that job fair. And then, you know, hopefully the right people will be will curious. Yeah. yeah, be curious. Exactly. Yeah, right. So we, we took it up then to to Startup Safari, right? And then I think Startplatz is, uh, Startplatz is the new the next stage basically where you're working at the moment exactly yeah cool so yeah like like from startup safari um i told my my boss hey um is there anything i can do to be really like work hands-on with with startups because uh, startup safari is of course like hosting events all over the world but it's always in this event organizers right. um, track um, and I said okay is there something where I can really not just see pitches and organize pitches and, and, and stuff like this where can I work really with with startups to see their their learnings their failures um, and what like their success success stories um, and he said yeah sure uh, talk to to Lawrence and Lucas Graf from uh, Startplatz um, biggest co-working and we had our office there so we just moved to Startplatz um, and I just sat down with them and they said, hey, we're looking for um, yeah, someone who can take over the, the program manager role at uh, Staplatz Accelerator um, together with, with the colleague um, Jana, who's organizing the, the whole accelerator track from Dusseldorf. So it's just, we have two locations, one in Cologne, one in Dusseldorf. Right. And she was, she's the head of uh, the acceleration program um, and yeah, needed some, uh, some counterpart in, in, the, uh, in the Cologne space. And I said, that's perfect, uh, let's do it. And I think the next day I had the contract ready and uh, started all in. It's crazy, right? How you just nah, ask the right absolutely. questions to the right people, yeah. and it's like, oh, talk to that guy, and off you go. Uh, this is this is, uh, and the number one thing I tell people when they tell me I can't find a co-founder, so it's like, have you called everyone in your yeah. book, or have you like, you know, asked, you know, put the idea out there that you're looking for someone as as much as possible. And, but that's yeah. a really cool story. So then, did you did you start moving more towards like from organizing the events, and now you're organizing a program, which means you're probably coaching with startups and stuff like that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. For me, I, I love that. I think 
not just hearing the pitches. I mean, that's one thing that's quite inspiring because I think we're both very lucky to be around such motivated people like entrepreneurs that exactly. you know, we're, we're kind of privileged in a way, right? They, they share oh. their ideas and their passion and their energy with us. And we get to like pick and be able to, you know, help them a little bit along the way. But for me, I just love being in the center of all those ideas, you know, definitely. Um, but definitely coaching is, is the next level, right? It's where you really feel you can deliver a little bit more value kind of on a personal level. So um, for me, it's, 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 it's been a really interesting experience being able to work with some of those startups. So um, are you, are you involved at an earlier stage in the accelerator uh, with um, Startpads right now, or are you just supporting uh, the teams that are like actually applying for that program? No, I'm, I'm like basically doing all the um, operational parts. So like like structuring the program and, and seeing how's, um, like which people to get in for workshops, which mentors. Um, so we are growing a huge mentor mentoring pool. Um, and of course, like having uh, weekly checkups with all the teams. So seeing to um, how they develop um, with, with which people you can connect them and, and like, yeah, getting all this um, these small steps towards their their goal um, yeah, with them cool. together. I, I'd love to hear a bit more about the program. So I'm very sorry about that. I didn't, uh, I mean, I saw it before, but I, I'm not aware of say what stage of startups and what yeah. type of startups you accept and then how long the program is because I mean, I'm personally just quite curious because we run of course a similar program on the name of Tune. So yeah. I'm really interested to hear your, uh, your background on that. Sure, sure. Um, it used to be a six month program. Um, we're now down to four months because we said, okay, let's do it a bit quicker and more intense. Um, and that way we can like get to know more teams a year, um, which is of course beneficial for, for us um, to see new ideas and, and stuff like this. Um, it's, it's for early stage entrepreneurs, um, teams um, that have kind of a digital scalable business model. So okay. we can't focus on, on physical uh, products. Uh, we're not that good in it. Um, so our scope is like uh, digital and scalable products um, and business models. Um, they're in the early stage, but need to have an MVP or prototype ready. So okay. we can really try um, and, and start testing something. Um, it's like our program is um, divided into two phases. Phase one is two month and phase two is two month. Obviously, um, the first, yeah, phase one is, is all about um, validating your idea, testing it, getting feedback from the market, finding the first potential pilot customers and, and stuff like this. And then um, in phase two, we really want to launch it, um, kicking the whole thing off, um, going live and uh, yeah, finding uh, investors for the people. So making them investment ready that at least at the end of the program, they can start uh, talking with all those VCs, business angels and people are around who are around. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's nice. I find as well that, uh, you know, innovation, they say, is a numbers game, right? So I think you're Absolutely. right that to increase your numbers going from six months to four months. I also find as well, I don't know how you find it, but the, the little added time pressure is almost good, right? Because yeah. they have to decide and go. There's no like extended period where they can work on the value proposition and like, you know, submit that in like a month or two. It's just everything has to be kind of like very tightly controlled, I think, to Absolutely. push them forward. Yeah. yeah. I have a quick question on prototyping sure. and MVP. So mm -hmm. I've had a couple of conversations last week with a few startups and, you know, trying to explain to them, uh, maybe you have a different definition of what you consider to be the MVP or the prototype, but I find that sometimes, particularly with digital solutions, people overthink it a little bit and they mm -hmm. try to build, say, for example, a platform that would connect people together. Uh, maybe say some person uploads a video and then that video goes to, I don't know, a client or a potential customer. So mm -hmm. to provide a, um, a matchmaking service for service providers, right? And sometimes I feel like it's overcomplicated in their heads that they want to make it perfect. They want to make it beautiful, you know, and then it ends up becoming a one month project to build mm. your prototype when in yeah. fact you, you really just need to allow an upload button and then you manually receive the upload and then take it to your uh, customer and send them an email manually, for example. Yeah. So what I'm talking about is just getting the process from beginning to end the customer experience done with, with no pretty fancy design would that yeah. be correct like at least for a first stage of what you would consider a prototype absolutely so um, we always teach people the the lean startup methodologies um, and say hey you don't need to work on an MVP for the next six months and then everything changed in the meantime 
and um, we're, we're saying like build something really like like MVP says a minimum viable product. So um, build minimum. something that that yeah, correct that people understand. And for us, um, we're we're not super hard at, the, at this point. Um, if you have a click dummy to show people what you want to do, but all the the processes and operations are like done manually at the moment. Um, fine you don't need to have like a, a whole it crew in the background to work uh, on a perfect platform yeah. um where you don't have found a product market fit or talk to like potential customers and stuff like this so um we, we had a perfect case at the moment in the in startplatz accelerator um guy called ali uh, founder of simple job who wants to build a platform where he connects um yeah people uh, who having exercises or tasks in their daily life like uh, yeah picking up parcels at the parcel store going um, I don't know to the supermarket for old people yeah. um, and stuff like this like easy jobs um, who can post them online um, and jobbers on the other hand side can just go on their smartphone say hey this is the job like 10 bucks uh, for for an hour or whatever accept and, and go for it so super lean and easy and um, yeah, he started with with nothing. Just just called us and said, "I have this idea." I, I talked with the um, like mini job centrale in Germany, like yep. the um, uh, yeah the institution who controls everything, and said, "I want to do it." That people uh, really they they have their insurance and stuff. It's not um, just that they get like uh, cash in the end. Um, so everything like legal at this point for for all the small jobs. And uh, yeah, he said. Thomas, I, I have nothing at the moment. I would love to apply for the program. Uh, what do you need for a prototype? Um, I said, what, what do you want to do? And he said, uh, okay, I will start um, like going to some, some regions here in Cologne and just ring at the doorbells and say, hey, do you have jobs that need to be done at the moment in your garden or everything? Um, and he collected, I don't know how many people uh, who have potential jobs. Then he went to all the Facebook groups um, where people said, hey, I'm offering help. Uh, what can I do? And said, hey, I got this old woman. She needs someone who does her like supermarket um, stuff gets her some food and, and everything. Yeah. Um, are you interested? And like matched all those people manually. And I said, dude, that's that's it. absolutely yeah, perfect. 100%. It's even better, right? Because he talked to so many customers like face to face exactly. as well. And like, I just love the hustle. I love yeah. the hustle. It's just like go out and do it. Talk to your customers, grab them and physically connect them to the Facebook groups. I mean, exactly. I think Facebook is underrated, right? I mean, all these other platforms are popping up, but for groups of people, uh, yeah. for people to be able to connect with and maybe like engage with this is what I do as well like with other startups that are trying to start up groups or whatever on Facebook that I'm trying to connect with to, to grow my own brand or whatever it's it's amazing what you can do there exactly really, really. that's a great example thanks so much for sharing it it's absolutely uh, it's, and it's another like maybe you, you probably know it the like one of my favorite examples uh, from the from the big names uh, at the moment is like the the starting point of, of Dropbox where they just had a landing page saying hey would you be interested in getting an online space to store your data? Uh, sign up here, boom. And I think a couple of thousand people overnight uh, signed up and they said, okay, now we start building it. Yeah, yeah, that, I've heard of that example before. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, it's just pure Absolutely. customer validation and yeah, it makes people true. like not make a commitment in terms of paying, but at least they sign up and you have an email. So you have like a customer base that when you do launch, you know, they're interested and it's like targeted marketing. So I exactly. first came across that. I did a startup weekend, which I think, you know, from set to yeah. tech stars. And we, we were doing something with a platform with a few guys that I met there and it was connected to um, local services for elderly people. That would basically be a platform for, uh, for looking after those that have a little bit of a disability or a difficulty getting their shopping, getting their medication delivered, getting an installation for changing their bathroom. So to make it yeah. a walk-in shower. And um, the best piece of advice we got from one of the mentors there was like, just, just create a website in the next 10 minutes, yeah. put a button there. Are you interested in a platform that will be able to connect people and sign yeah. up? So it was basically yeah. the Dropbox <laughs> exactly. model. Yeah. And um, yeah, we nice. went out and we, we collected maybe about, I think it was only about 10 or 15, you know, mm -hmm. uh, over that weekend. But if we had to pursue that even further, I think it's a fantastic way of just collecting. And then, you know, you can go to an investor and accelerator and say, hey, look, we have X number of people that have signed up and they're interested and now we want to deliver. So Correct. I think it's, it's a really great model. Awesome. Absolutely. Cool. So um, speaking of new and innovative ways, 
uh, models let's get on to the um the most important discussion for yeah. today right <laughs> the so new baby yeah yeah so so yeah tell me a little bit about uh startup anywhere absolutely um yeah startup anywhere like developed out of our usual stoplets accelerator that we are running at the moment um because you know uh, i don't know if you heard about corona but it's it's out there a little bit. and uh yeah our um, offices are just uh, down. We, we were not allowed to open them for a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, of course, we said anyone in the accelerator program, hey, stay at home, stay safe. Um, we'll switch into a remote model. Um, and, and out of this idea, I was talking with the, my co-founder, Alon, um, over the last couple of months and we said, hey, the, the, this usual acceleration model is a bit old fashioned and, and broken because it's not scalable at some point and it, it has their limitations. So the usual, the big players, I don't know, um, like, like Texter, Startup Bootcamp and, and all uh, Y Combinator, all of those guys, um, they have brick and mortar locations. People like go into the offices, have their acceleration programs. They have cohorts of around 20, 20 teams. So you're limited to yeah, around 60 teams a year if you have three batches, for example. And it's hard um, for the teams, right? Because maybe you can't get to Paris or London or Silicon exactly. Valley to join that program for six months. Exactly. So you have high entrance barriers. People need to be located in these metropolitan regions because in the rural areas and in, in the um, like in the countryside, there are no none of those acceleration uh, programs. Um, and of course, at some point we see it here in in, um, in our space in Cologne and in Düsseldorf. It's it's a bit like um, yeah, focused on on local people because they are located here. They say, yeah, okay, I can relocate maybe, or I don't need to relocate for this period of four to six months, whatever. Um, but yeah, if you're speaking to people from, I don't know, France or whatever, um, another country in, in Europe, um, they would be able to move, but they say, hey, I just can't easily go for four months to, to move over to Cologne. I, I don't know, this can be, or have various reasons. You're a student and are tied to your location there, to your university, you're a single mom, single dad, and say, hey, I can't just like leave my kid in, in the corner and say, yep, I am coming to Cologne for, for next month, or for if you look at, at Y Combinator and all those, like really big guys yeah. um i don't know how much people can afford uh flat for three months in uh, in silicon valley and, and all those huge uh like uh, hot spots so um we said there needs to be a way um and especially now at the corona time there needs to be a way to to like level things up and re revolutionize this acceleration model um, and so we came up with uh, Startup Anywhere and said, let's take it 100% um, to the remote world um, and let's focus to people um, that are a bit in earlier stage than the usual acceleration models are, um, like even consider those people. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, we are really focusing on, on people in a late idea stage. So um, people who are, from our perspective, really left alone at the moment because they don't have a prototype. Now, right now, they are not incorporated. Um, they're sitting anywhere in the world um, and just don't have this access to knowledge, the relevant network and, and these accelerator programs that are um, yeah, really at the moment in, in all those metropolitan regions. Um, and we said, let's, um, and that's our slogan, let's try to level this, this access and let's democratize access to business opportunities to like open it up um, to just a broader audience, um, because I think there are like uh, 280 million uh, early stage entrepreneurs out there from um, like the new statistics and, and stuff like this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, these these uh, incubation um, hubs, these accelerator programs are really just getting a fraction, a really um, small fraction of all those people. Yeah. Yeah. So it goes back nearly to your, your idea before with where you work now at um, um, Startplatz in terms of going from six months to four months. This is yeah. even more extreme going to extreme. like, a, I think it's a six week program that you have. Six weeks, program. yeah. And really it, intense. it's also great because I mean, I presume it's it's kind of part time in a way, right? So a professional yep. could join for half a day or whatever, and then they'll be able to go back to their normal job. So you're not just providing flexibility in terms of like anywhere, like Africa or whoever is motivated, Correct. but also um, they can work on this in their spare time, which I think probably 90% of 
people are either a student, they're working, they have a family, and this is just like a side hustle. This is just like a, a dream on the side, and they just need this chance to be able to like push it forward, right? Exactly. And like the, the whole idea was born out of one question that probably may, maybe I, I can ask it to you. How, how often um, have you spoken or, or have you ever spoken to a friend or anyone you know um, who said, hey, I had this great idea overnight. Um, and you say, okay, like, tell me, um, what is it? You say, boom, that's it. Cool, cool idea. Go for it. You, you, I don't know, you might meet him a week after and say, Hey, how's it going? What, what are you doing right now? What's, what's, yeah. where, what's the status? And he said, Anna didn't know uh, where to start and drop the idea. Maybe, maybe later. And it's ridiculous how often I hear these statements here at, at Stoplots and in, in the, the area and friends of mine. And uh, yeah, we, we, we sat, this can't be that people just, they, it's always this initial start. I, I really just believe a, a that a little this... bit of momentum. That's Correct. all you need, right? It's just Correct. like a small little step to take you to the next level. It's exactly. Pretty much all is needed. Exactly. And yeah. so, yeah, we said, let's design a program, um, like specially designed for those type of people in this idea stage where they have like the main tasks, you have a job, have a, kids, have a, their, their studies going on and but be enabled to validate their idea and see if this can be something in the future. So in our intense six weeks program, um, we have a, um, like a mixed program with uh, fixed workshops and an ongoing mentoring um, from from experts um, all over all over the world and um, from from various field of exploitation. Um, so they can they can really see where where this is going. And in these intense six weeks, people can yeah come with their idea and develop strategies, being being like yeah enabled to see after six months. Um, do I want to commit full time on this dream mm. um, and on this idea? And is there a potential um, to make a scalable business out of it? That's the, the main idea behind Startup Anywhere. Okay, super. So they would come in with a, a relatively clear late stage idea and no yeah. prototype necessary. Um, Correct. But during those six No incorporation weeks, needed. Yeah, perfect. So super early stage. That's what I love. This is a space that I love working in and that's where I work at the moment actually as well. Um, I think it's super inspiring to get these people that are just want to take the step but just don't know where to go. Um, yeah. and, and that formula is um, sometimes not easy, but it's, it's easy to inspire people to do one thing within the next week and then they, they get that momentum and Correct. proceed. So they'll leave then that program after six weeks with kind of a very clear idea of is this model the idea that they originally came in with? Do you need to modify it to meet a market that has real potential? And then hopefully by the end of those six weeks, they'll have a very clear idea of where they can go and actually to be, to make a business out of that idea, right? Excellent. Absolutely. We, we try to break it down in, in like four um, program pillars. We say um, invent, create, test and grow. So um, you, you come with your idea. Um, we, we get really feedback, as, as much feedback as we can get from, from the market and see is there something, do we need to switch it here and there um, and then teach the people how to like, yeah, really grow it into a, a scalable business. So um, all those basics, you know, to be in the in the business world, to be taken seriously in the business world and especially in the startup scene, there are these standards that you need to pass through. So yeah. you need to have a pitch deck, a landing page, you need to know what an MVP is and how to design it. Um, you need a, a rough financial plan. You need your like your business model um, straight, mm -hmm. and so so people just don't see you as uh, the next person who has the greatest idea, but no idea how to do it. So we want to teach people all those business basics in this six uh, weeks. Get as much feedback as as possible from different perspectives. So we are working together with uh, marketing people, lawyers, uh, people from the financial world, VCs. Um, from from a social media aspect and how to like design your idea, storytelling, um, and, and and all this stuff. And uh, one major point, the the tech aspect. So um, yeah, like how to, to design such a platform or an app or whatever you want to do, um, is this possible? And uh, of course, you know, in the tech world, uh, nearly everything is possible. You just need to um, have some clever people who know how to do it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. No, I think it's it's, it's really fantastic. I think. Um, 
in particular that's the biggest thing is, is is taking them from the idea stage when they just have the basic passion behind okay i really want to build this and then realizing okay you, you can build it but you need to really consider who is going to be your customer who's going to buy this because even if you know i see this also with people that are um, very generous and want to do non-profits or whatever um, you still have to have a financial model, right? So whether, exactly. whether that is sponsorship or you're going to spend your time doing these uh, um, buying tables at uh, big charity events to be able to support your, your initiative or going to politicians or governments, um, you still have to have that business model there. And sometimes that's exactly. the hardest thing because you just want to build it, right? When, you, when you're at right. a very early stage. But just uh, having that framework of uh, understanding the business aspects, I think, opens up the potential like, massively. So I think that they'll get a lot of value out of that program, particularly at six weeks as well. You know, it's it's longer than most boot camps, you know, for early stage startups that would just yep. be maybe a couple of days or whatever. Yeah, uh, a weekend them, or something. Yeah, it gives them a more prolonged time. Like We're exploring that method a little bit with some of the programs that we're doing with uh, Urban Mobility this year. And um, yeah, it's going to be probably like a two week period. So like instead of a four day workshop, you'll have four days spread over two weeks. So you can yeah. like basically push a bit of work onto them. So inspire them in the session, which is probably what you guys are going to do. And then give them a very clear task that's manageable over the next few days to work on. Um, and I think that that provides even more flexibility for people, you know. And Absolutely. another thing I was thinking of when, when you were mentioning democratizing the uh, the access to, to, to accelerators and startups and stuff like that and um, was maybe even that the potential for your mentors uh, to come from all over the world this is something that we realized as well and um, we have a medtech bootcamp coming up soon and we realized wow we can just ask anyone like in Correct. the world to join our program like, you could be in silicon valley you can be That's an expert super, in asia like yeah, it's amazing right? awesome yeah yeah yeah. And especially at the moment, um, so yeah, th this is one major major point, um, and the feedback there is, is just great because uh, think of even the the biggest names in the world. If you ask them, hey, would you share some of your knowledge and give it back to like young people who want to build their own business, who like create their own future, like no one would say no, and and it's it's just yeah bill gates is not located in cologne so we can get him for workshops here but in the remote world we can get everyone and uh, we we talk to like former ceos of uh, n26 um sap the startup the director of startup engagement at sap and they are all in it as mentors and they they say hey we we love this program we we love the concept behind it um of course i, I give give you like three hours of my time and host a workshop or just speak to those people and validate their ideas give them some feedback from my point of view and um yeah even like cold mailings on on linkedin and, and stuff people are responding super fast at the moment because everyone is in the home office and exactly. uh, many 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 of those um yeah workshop leaders and session leaders um they just have nothing to do at the moment because their offline workshops are gone for the next weeks um and months probably so they're searching for and looking for new opportunities and we um, give them this new opportunity we say hey you can work with really, really um, young and motivated people. We're uh, like cherry picking all those those uh, those great talents out there, um, bringing together in this intense six weeks program, and we can really get something in in the six weeks because yeah. because we saw in in our um, yeah, space here that there's a really a, a gap between all those startup weekends and stuff where you can mm -hmm. yeah have a four or three or four days intense um yeah workshops and some some motivational um, speeches and, and stuff um and then you have a gap with nothing in it and then you have okay you need to, to be incorporated have your team ready mvp prototype and then you can start in the accelerator space but um in between there's nothing and we said okay six weeks is long enough to get people an idea of can this be something in the future mm. and do I want to commit on it um, and like teaching them all the, the basics to be taken seriously in the in the business world um, and it's like not too long to like not being able to do it besides your job or your studies or whatever so it's super flexible you can take part from everywhere from your home or your office wherever you are at the moment um, you can be in Estonia you can be in Latvia you can be in Sweden America Africa Germany or Spain, whatever. 
Um, so yeah, that's so that's our have a, model. You have a wide uh, marketing plan for sure. <laughs> yes, definitely. Just limited with the time zones at the moment. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. No, but that's look. It's really, really awesome. I, I'm just wondering how everyone will return back to normal. Like you know, I'm, I'm wondering how I will go back into the office. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 interesting the the intensity and the productivity you can get, and then with these type of offers for virtual programs that are worldwide with worldwide mentorship from people like you mentioned from N26 and from SAP. I mean, where are you going to get access to those kind of people exactly. unless you are actually part of this program, right? Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's you know, certain programs that are run, say, in Munich or Paris, they do, they do have the bricks and mortar limitations. They do have yeah. some experts that are there, but this is always like a, a pain to be able to get people to be able to, to give their value back. And, you know, for the mentor side, I also feel like it's, you know, to be a little bit selfish it's also great for them because they get to get you know access to very early talent worldwide handpicked by you and Absolutely. for them it's like we discussed it's just inspiration to be able to give a little right that's the the the, the um, egoless aspect of it but also they they get something from the startups to get new perspectives so it works both ways exactly and one thing that i learned at pirate um organizing the pirate summit and the startups of ours was um to like shift your mind a bit into a give, give, ask approach. So give things first and you will get back something and not like, especially in this, in this early stage of, of founders, um, you need to give them something first because yeah. they're like at their starting point, what would they can't give you anything at this point. Um, so we say, okay, let's really give them a great program, build a program that we would love to like participate in ourselves. Um, and really create value. And uh, so the, the program for founders will be for free, um, like we're doing like our first batch in, in June, um, starting in the first June. So it will be 100% free for all the founders, mm. um, like a little Corona bonus at the moment. Um, for the long term, we plan to um, yeah, not charge people real money. So we don't say, hey, you just want to validate your idea. So give us 500 bucks uh, to participate in a program because no one would do it and it's, it's senseless. So we say um, we will participate in your idea if you say you commit on it 100%. So um, after the program, you will uh, get uh, and during the program also, you'll get legal support by our in-house um, people and uh, Lars and say, um, okay, you can incorporate with us after the six weeks, um, uh, after even even after the program, and we can really turn it into a, a, a real business um, mm -hmm. and not just talking about. And um, yeah, we'll take a very, very small share. So 1% of, of all the ideas. So we can say, we got an incentive to even manage all of our alumni more and more to be involved in all your products. And if you grow, like we only grow if you grow. So uh, we are we get the incentive to to really work hard and, and be um, yeah, in contact with all those people even after the six weeks to not do the this failure that we see everywhere in the world to have a program. And after the program, people are just gone and pff, yeah, we don't care anymore what you're doing. So we, we really want to change this uh, this approach. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's a very important point, you know, to have, you know, 1% is also extremely small in comparison yeah. to what I see from many, many other programs. Mm, so absolutely. I do these weekly videos and I'm, I'm always researching, like it's it's dead generally 5% or higher, you know, yeah. um, and um, it's really great to see that you're you're doing that because I think it's, it's necessary. There has to be a motivation on both sides and there has to be, you know, a financial model behind this in general, right, as well. Um, so this makes, makes perfect sense. Um, and I think, you know, another value would be that, these startups that join or I mean, will it be teams as well as individuals or is there like a criteria? There? Both. No, it can be okay. solo entrepreneurs. It can be teams. Great. Open to okay. everyone. Super. And something that uh, um, I'm particularly passionate about is, is kind of matchmaking. And then as you probably know, this is kind of one of the maybe the goals of uh, Startup Safari as well is, is yeah. um, the difficulty around finding co-founders because I mean, Correct. it's the number one complaint that I get from every single time. Yeah. It's like, where can I find the co-founders? I need a business guy. I need a yeah. need a tech guy, which is nearly impossible to find <laughs> in Munich, right? Because you have these big companies like SAP and Google and everything that are here. Sure. Um, so will there be an aspect of matchmaking or at least you'll, you'll touch on the topic of team, I suppose, as part of that program, right? 
Definitely. So we are not like focusing 100% on all those matchmaking stuff and, and finding co-founders because there are great platforms out there. There are great um, initiatives out there. So we consider Startup Anywhere not as a startup accelerator program. We call it a startup generator because we want to like level up more innovation, bring up more, more innovation in the world. Um, so yeah, we're we're um, not focusing 100% on this this matchmaking aspect, but of course we start in in batches in cohorts. So um, we we want to really get the connections between all those people. And for example, if you see there's there will be people um, which have ideas that don't turn out as great as they thought. So mm -hmm. they there will people like left that we can match with all the other teams and, and build bridges. And um, yeah, growing a pool of, of alumni, um, and we're like we say we can at least have like 150 teams to 200 teams a year, so much more than the usual acceleration programs. So we will also grow a huge community of entrepreneurs and like motivated people who are searching for new new um, yeah opportunities. And uh, we say, of course, an alumni matchmaking will be one part of uh, the long-term game to see is there potential someone of the the new people or new founders needs a cto a cfo whatever mm -hmm. um we get those five people here let's talk to them yeah i think it's great i mean it's also again going back to the point of it being worldwide that you know this is a pool of alumni that have been you know, selected based on their motivation their passion their skill set to join your program Exactly. You know, innovation is a bit of a numbers game, right? So not everyone Correct. is going to be able to get it first time, but it's really about going through that process. And yeah. being, I think, an alumni is nearly an advantage, right? Uh, another value that you provide, which will help them to, to stay connected to that ecosystem, you know? So I think that's exactly. great. And I think anyway, with Startup Safari and everything you're connected to, you, you have a fantastic ecosystem to support them for, for matchmaking with the other initiatives, for sure. I hope so. No, and, and, and I mean, even if you think the other way around, even if your idea turns out to be nothing that can work out in the real world, after this program, I think you will be enabled to search for the next opportunity. Then you, you just say, you, you won't say, okay, yeah, okay, this idea was not great. Now I go back to my usual, uh, I don't know, corporate job and, and, this was not, I'm just not an entrepreneur. You, you, you There's get no going this, back. correct. There's no going back. You, you will have this passion. You saw this motivation in, in other, in this fire in other people. And, um, I think this will really like enable you to just like go to and find the next problem and, and solve it. So, um, people will be open to like gay, be a, a co-founder of another idea and, and another story or even use that methodology or that mindset in their own job. Right. Because I think people, Great. you know, like to be within their box, within their team. They don't want too many changes, like a new manager yeah. or the role will change. And I think one of the powerful things about having that entrepreneurial mindset, like after going through your program is number one, you have the skill sets. Number one, you've been inspired. Or number two, you've been inspired by all these amazing experts from all over the world that are mentoring you. And number three, then you just have a whole mindset shift of how you approach a problem, like relabeling it a challenge and trying to yeah. find a solution for that. And I think that'll help you in your personal life and your professional life as well, for sure. You know? Absolutely. Definitely. We just don't need, uh, or we don't need just entrepreneurs. We also need these intrapreneurs. Absolutely. Oh, they're called. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. So when do uh, people have to apply by and what is the application process like? This is a good point maybe to address. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can apply uh, on the go. Just go on our website, startupanywhere.io. Um, you will find a super lean uh, type form where you just shoot us some, some of your ideas and uh, your contact details. Uh, we will get in contact with you um, and see how we can develop it if it's uh, suitable and, and, and fitting to the, the program. Um, application deadline is uh, May 18th. Um, but yeah, even if you uh, like apply a bit after, we will we will consider you because the program starts on June first, mm -hmm. and we're yeah flexible and dynamic uh, enough to to even uh, yeah consider you if you're uh, doing the application some days afterwards. So uh, yeah, but, but deadline at the moment is May eighteenth. So um, super. Just... And I've checked out your website. I must say I love the type form. I mean, it's just such a simple tool. It's very innovative yeah. and. 
just like you only see the first, you know, the question you're currently addressing. It's just bump, bump, bump. Yeah, step by step. And, and your website is great. I've been on a lot of websites because I do these the weekly videos that, um, you know, I'm trying to find all the different funding opportunities for these early stage startups. Yeah. Some of the websites are just difficult. Like for me <laughs> to try to find the right information, yeah, when yeah. is the deadline and when is this and when is that? Um, so your website's pretty cool. Um, I really, really like it. So it's simple for people to go there and just understand what you're offering. Um, exactly. Cool logo, cool design, and everything. Mm. And then the type form is perfect. We, we use that for most of our applications at Unto Name of Tomb as yeah, well. It's, it's, it's just a great tool. It's a great tool. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's exactly like you say. There are so many like websites out there. If you you Google first steps for an entrepreneur, you will find the, the three million websites. Yeah. Um, and I think many of them like create more chaos in your head than solving it. And we say, okay, let's really break it down and making it as easy as possible for those people who are confused enough and just want to see where can I start my, my business exactly. and what, what do I need to do? So we say, okay, we have one program, six weeks, 100% uh, free at the moment for you, um, working with over 60 mentors um, and just just apply here, that's that's it. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I mean, one of the, the key things that I had a problem with before with many different European programs that have many different you know, educational activities for, for startups, entrepreneurs and stuff like that, um, is really having having the pathway. And it's the same yeah. problem with some pre-incubation programs and some programs like, uh, for example, Startup Weekend, which I think is fantastic, but it's Absolutely. all about where do you go next, right? It's, it's all about having the, the, the solid connection. And this is not a criticism of, of Startup Weekend, it's just something that definitely i've noticed that when you finish that weekend i'd love to know what is next where there's a little bit of a gap there like you mentioned yeah. so what i like about the program that you're offering is that you know you come in with with an idea you're motivated you go through the six weeks if you want to incorporate afterwards then there's steps that can be taken it's not just that you finish the program you join the alumni yeah. that's very much let's go to Correct. batch two yeah. it's 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 you have that pathway it's an ongoing it's, process yeah, yeah i think it's so important right because people do need to, to have a clear uh, next step and yeah. a program that is a silo or detached from the ecosystem is, is just not a good thing, you know? And this is often what I see is that they do have fantastic programs, but the jump from that pre-incubation to like accelerator, is just, it's, it's, mm. it's a high standard and it's, uh, people can get lost in between, you know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Great. So um, last point then, is there any uh, tips uh, for, for any of the entrepreneurs out there that would like to maybe apply? Is there any... Uh, recommendations you have for um, yeah people to to improve their chances potentially of being able to get accepted for this program yeah absolutely um, I love the the following idea that I thought about a lot um, when when we designed startup anywhere and the, the new curriculum um, like we believe that for every Jeff Bezos for every Elon Musk out there there are million other people and talents out there who can't even reach their full potential because they are located in the nowhere. They don't have the, the access to um, the relevant people. They don't know entrepreneurs. They just don't reach their full potential because they don't have the access to those business opportunities. Mm -hmm. So um, with Startup Anywhere, like with everything we do, um, we say be brave, test out things and uh, yeah, test out more ideas. So we need probably more entrepreneurs than ever at the moment and there are like the times are so crazy so there are so much opportunities and new problems that need to be solved um just go for it that's my uh yeah tip for all people out there it's just take, go for take it take the risk go for it jump the leap of fate <laughs> correct exactly Great. Look, Thomas, thanks so much for joining. Um, this has been really, really great. I think uh, I'll have a long list of links to show to people for from pirates to safaris and to everything else that you guys are doing. And of course, we'll we'll share the dates and the link for, for Startup Anywhere as well for people to thanks. join. Thanks. Cool. But, um, yeah, thanks so much. Um, I'm going to close up now. So um, bye, everyone. Thanks.